cliffcentral.com How's everybody doing today? Everybody glad you woke up this morning? Good, that's right. Hey guys, welcome to the Brain and Brand show. I'm your host Timothy Maurice. I hope you guys are healthy and strong and making the best out of this moment in history. For those of you who are new to the show, my goal is to help you explore the world between neurons and narratives, between your brain power and the influence you can have on your personal and career life. If after each episode you leave with a simple insight that helps you go places and do things you didn't think you could do, then I'm happy. This is a special bonus episode. Many of you are new to my work, so I thought I would sprinkle in a few episodes over the coming weeks of conversations I've had with extraordinary people from around the world. Just over a year ago, I was in Botswana in partnership with CNBC Africa, De Beers, and Leadership 2020, and I got a chance to sit down and chat with Steve Harvey and his lovely wife, Marjorie Harvey. They were drawn to Botswana because of the De Beers Women's Empowerment Summit. There are five key ideas that come through very strong in this interview, and I want you to explore how they apply to the growth of your personal brand influence. Here are the five. First key idea is impact. Marjorie opens up the conversation speaking about the impact she and Steve want to make in the lives of young women, how she wants to build more confident and competent young female leaders. I would like you to consider the impact you want to make and be true to yourself because Even if you want to focus on surviving right now, or building a strong family, or giving back spiritually to your community, all of this stuff matters. Secondly, heritage. Steve speaks about the need and value of connecting with his African heritage, and what that means to his and Marjorie's personal evolution. In this era where inclusion has become a key value, knowing where you come from can be a key part of anchoring you as you move forward and offer value to others. The third idea is the power of complementary relationships. I asked Steve and Marjorie about how their relationship impacts his books and overall career, and he opened up about how she positions him to pursue his passions. Also, when they met, Marjorie explains how she opened up his mind about thinking beyond America and expanding his view on the world. I want you to consider what you hope for in your relationships, And have you translated that well? Or if you're not in a relationship, are you prepared to translate that well in the future? The fourth idea is partnerships. Apple Computers was founded by two people, a partnership. The women's equality movement was started by a team of people. Partnerships are key to launching and sustaining influential goals. Both Steve and Marjorie highlight the importance of alliances. Partnerships have certainly made a difference in my life. From my media partners over the years, such as Cliff Central, Metro, Leadership 2020, so many others. I simply would not be where I am without key partnerships. <laughs> and, and a note on this, you may also have to get rid of a few useless partners along the way. Yeah, I said it. The last key idea before we jump into the conversation is legacy. What would you like your legacy to be? Marjorie and Steve explain how they would like their children to experience Africa, to broaden their minds, and help them to see themselves as more and to exchange leadership ideas with people from the continent. This will, of course, extend their legacy. What would you like your legacy to be? And even if you don't have children like me, perhaps there is a philosophical legacy you would like to leave. Enjoy the conversation. 
We're excited, first of all, to have you in the southern part of Africa to join us on this journey of changing the narrative around women in diamonds. Right, let's start with you. What are some of the things you've observed and learned that is happening in the women's leadership movement around the world that we can all sort of pick up and learn from in your travels? What are you learning? Well, one of the things that I've learned, it's our time. We mm. are taking back our power and we're educated. Uh, we're, we're starting with our children. I have a, a program, The Girls Who Rule the World, and we start with the young girls, teaching them uh, that they are powerful women and that they are successful women and that they should be confident in their own skin. And I think we have a lot of women here at this conference here that are uh, amazing women from all over the world that have come here to uplift each other and tell their stories. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a great event that they have here and I love what they're doing here with De Beers and the Diamonds because it's, it's building an amazing country that they're actually you know, putting the money back into the country and they're doing it the right way and it's actually going towards the infrastructure and the education and just building an amazing country here. Thank you. You know, it's fascinating for me, like, you guys have options. You could be anywhere in the world right now. I saw you recently on um, uh, ESPN First Take with, yeah. with, with my man, uh, Stephen A. Smith, having a good time. you got options. you got demand. Why come here? Well, I mean, for Marjorie and I, um, it's very humbling to be here. But it's also, for lack of a better word, it's, it's spiritual for us to come here. This is home for us. Regardless, as, look, we're Americans. The United States is the greatest country in the world. We've benefited greatly from some of the uh, benefits of being an American. But this is Africa. This is originally where I'm really from. This is where, when you land here, you, you feel a sense of being home. When you land here, you, you smile, you get treated so well. And I often say coming to Africa is like going back home to a place you've never been and people don't understand that but I, I feel like I'm, I come home to a place I've never been how do you go back home to a place that you were taken from that's, but you know that's, that's a deeper part of it so to come to Botswana and to be a part of this women's empowerment uh, my, my wife was all for it um She's the most powerful person in our family, not me. <laughs> you might think I am, but I'm not. I, I oh, think no. I can see what's happening here. Yeah, no, she's, a, she's in charge of me. So, Based you know. on the insights that you extract for your books, how much influence do you have over that? Do you guys dialogue? And is that how you come up with some of these sort of crisp insights that you share with the world? I mean, a lot of it is that, you know. Um, it started as a little boy. I had two big sisters. Who did, uh, who did not take nothing off me. Mm -hmm. And then we have four daughters. Right. And my daughters were asking so many questions and, about men and boys, and I had all the answers. And so that, the way I was raised, having girls, and then uh, Marjorie really freeing me up, allowing me, you know, people don't get enough, people don't, I don't think people give women enough credit sometimes. What she does for me allows me to go and do the things that I do. But I don't do too much of nothing without her. Wow. I don't I may, you know, travel nowhere without her. Not she, my wife really exposed me to the world. When I, I had money, I went to Vegas. <laughs> I 
that's what I thought you were supposed to do with money. I thought you were supposed to go to Las Vegas. You can smoke cigars, gamble indoors. That's what I thought. She said, are you kidding me? I said, it's a whole world, Steve, and you don't want to see it. You don't want to see it. I said, God created a whole world. And we've That's been so here probably, this is our probably sixth trip to well, Africa. Well, this is our first time here to Botswana. First time to Botswana. First time to Botswana. And what do you hope for your daughters in terms of, could you imagine them doing an exchange leadership program here? Because I'm sure, as you said, you've been inspired by this space. Could you see them connecting with other young women and young girls here? Absolutely. Uh, one of the things I had said to my daughters, I said, I we were literally trying to formulate a group with uh, my three three of my daughters, we were going to do something together where we could take our, um, our message globally, you know, because I told them, I said, it's so much that, that young women could benefit, and it's all ages, the thing that I love. I said, so you have my age, and all of my daughters are different ages, so you connect to so many different audiences. I think that would be great. I mean, you know, we, we, you know, we've learned some things about about Botswana that, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a citizen here, that you you're you're entitled to an education. Mm-hmm. I mean, how good is that? And they these are some really highly educated people here, mm-hmm. and I think some type of exchange would be great because you don't have to just take this education and stay here with it. Mm-hmm. You could take this education and go global. Absolutely. That's what it's about, you know. Mm-hmm. A, I'm a, I'm an American. I don't want to stay in America. Mm-hmm. I want to be global. Mm-hmm. You, you're from Africa. You don't have to stay in Africa. You could be global. Mm-hmm. These young people that are gifted over here to get these educations, there's opportunities worldwide. Mm-hmm. They can spread the message of just how powerful this continent is mm-hmm. with some type of an exchange system. Mm-hmm. I've been on this continent 10 years, and it's transformed everything about how I see the world. What do you think that Americans could learn from your experiences traveling to the continent? There's more than just animals here. <laughs> Let's first start Can there. Can we start there? Can we start with there, there is a real infrastructure in place. It's not dirt, gravel roads, and which, and I understand that we have seen a lot of that. And it's not just uh, crime, and it's not just animals, because I think people when they see or when they talk about Africa they don't understand that they're educated you know that they have amazing resources and if you give them the tools where they can develop and uh, develop the land invest into their own country it can be amazing they have everything here you cannot have a drink when I'm not around here's the loophole cool I just sit here in front of you. Global relationships, global partnerships, strong bonds. How much has it meant to your success? And what would you say to a young person who's trying to explore their best self about the power of these type of relationships? Well, my career is built on relationships, purely relationships. How you, how you walk and handle and conduct yourself in your early years you don't know when they will pay off, but they pay off if you conduct yourself as a righteous man. That's more powerful than any school I ever went to. Way more powerful, man. Those relationships, young people have to tend to those, man. Mm-hmm. Take really good care of them. Marjorie, Steve Harvey, 
Thank you for joining us on Inside of Our Season. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Thank you so This challenging time in history is a great time for you to explore the five key ideas I outlined. Impact, heritage, relationships, partnerships, and legacy. Steve and Marjorie's openness to explore these five key ideas has enabled them to launch Family Feud across Africa, employing more people, but also expanding their own family influence. Let's see where these ideas take you. Thanks for making time to listen and do share with someone you care about. And please rate us and leave a comment on whichever platform you listen. And lastly, a big thanks to Impol Lakaji for the editing and production of the interview with Steve and Marjorie Harvey to Nick Registrant from Leadership 2020, CNBC Africa, and all of our partners. Until next time.